comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Talbot's mustache to actually be in the credits list. Yes. My understanding is that it had its own casting directors tasked specifically with finding the perfect mustache. I once started a petition to have ScarJo's butt included in the Oscar voting. (laughs) To no avail. No? No. I voted. This is it's all connected episode 31 and uh this is john and ken and russ are here evening afternoon we're back early quickly i should say maybe not early but back in a flash no pun intended (laughs) that's that's the other guy right that's a different different podcast uh but we're back for some cool stuff aren't we ken we are. So we are rapidly approaching the uh, season premiere of season two of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And um, things are going to get a lot busier around here. And so we thought we'd take a quick look back at, uh, a look ahead at season two, I should say, some of the latest news we've heard. But also take a look back at, at where we've been. So I think what you're going to find, I think what you're going to find in this episode, after some brief discussion of some of the more recent news and... Uh, production photos we've seen we're going to do our uh one of our famous commentary tracks but this time for the uh season finale of season one episode 22 the uh, beginning of the end and uh i think we will if you check the show notes russ you uh correctly if i correct me if i'm wrong you should be able to find the timestamp about when that commentary starts so if you want to go back and listen to it later or otherwise want to know that right yes that will be there excellent and this goes well um, in terms of timing. As we're recording this, I guess the DVD uh, slash Blu-ray release of season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was, you know, three, four days ago. And is in my hand. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe we could start with that. You, we could talk about the cool things that are in that nice little package. Yeah, it's, it is... Uh... It's a nice little package. Uh, I haven't actually purchased a, a season of a TV series in some time, and I remember they were always uh, much bigger. This is not much bigger than your ordinary uh, Blu-ray set, a little thicker than a single disc release. There's, I think, five discs in here as I pop it open. Um, yeah, there's two pages of two discs and then uh, one on the back cover. Uh, so five discs, handful of special features. There are a couple of commentary tracks, not on every episode. I have not listened to any of those yet. Um, I think Zzzzt has has a commentary on it, but I have not listened to that one yet. Uh, I'm um, not quite a third of the way through my, my rewatch right now on this. I'm trying to watch the whole season uh, before the 23rd. I'm, I'm actually, as we record this, I've just finished The Well, Episode 8, 
and I am on uh, Repairs, Episode 9. Uh, but there's a couple good bonus features on here. One of them is called Journey into SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con, which talks about the cast's first visit to Comic-Con. And uh, uh, apparently, and I, I think I knew this, but I forgot it, they did show the uh, pilot episode at that uh, at Comic-Con that, that last year. So everybody was there, got to see the first episode. Uh, two great applause, and everybody seemed to enjoy it. And uh, just some fun stories with that. Um Marvel Studios Assembling the Universe. Russ, is that the special that they aired in the uh, towards the end of the season last year? Yes, yes. On ABC, it took uh, it took the time slot. Yeah, that that's on here. I didn't find that one or watch that, that yet, but I saw it when it aired. If that's what it was. Um, five behind the scenes field reports. There's a little breakdown of uh, the scene where Sky jumped into the pool, which uh, I found it impressive and a little. Uh, Almost scary that they use a GoPro in that scene, like down in near the water because it's it's waterproof. They actually had that in the water uh, to to capture that scene. Just just a GoPro you can buy at Best Buy. Yeah, that's the Kevin Smith theory of filmmaking now. Yeah, you know he well he always says you know he had to sell everything he owned to like get the equipment to film Clerks, and now you could do it on your phone. Yeah, and and that's been done as well. That I mean I see full films being edited on. Uh, uh, Adobe Premiere with footage shot from one of those uh, DSLRs that you know have do video as well. I mean, just shoot it on that. Uh, you don't need a red for this for this stuff. You can just do it on a on your Galaxy. Uh, and and a couple others. One there is a a short one that has to do with when um, Brett Dalton found out he was he was Hydra. And um, the writers say they knew from the beginning that there would be a mole. Um, they may or may not have known it was going to be Ward until they realized or figured out who the act, which actor would make the most sense. And they came to Ward and said, "You're it." But as I'm rewatching it, um, they must have come to that decision early, early on, like they said they did, because there's definitely a lot in there. You see, knowing where it ends, you see a lot more of it in those early episodes. You see Ward going out of his way to befriend each team member individually and and really get in get in their heads um at least that's how i'm how i'm seeing it maybe i'm seeing it because i'm i know where it goes but it's it's very interesting in that as i watch this um it's more than once he he says to various members of the teams when something happens like how does that make you feel this person betrayed you you know it's like it's like like he's trying to see what's going to happen when it all comes to light or if it does right and I didn't watch the other ones yet. I just watched the two of them. Um, a visual effects progression. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was nominated for an Emmy. Did it win, Russ, an Emmy for visual effects? I don't believe so. I, I don't think okay. it did. I, don't, I remember being nominated, but uh, we all know there's quite a few effects on here in this show, some better than others. Uh, yes. But they definitely talk about that here. Uh, the blooper reel is always fun, and that is fun on this one. Uh, the deleted scenes um, are are good. Some are better than others. Um, I read somewhere someone made a comment that uh, a box of or TV series is a great great opportunity to integrate them back into the episode, where you're not as concerned with hitting 44 minutes, 42 minutes. But um, it, it's fine. It's nice to see them. Not everything belongs. And uh, uh, the blooper really, yeah, like it says there. But yeah, it's it's overall it's, it's your typical TV show set, and it's uh, enjoyable to watch them again. Um, like I said, I hadn't purchased a, a, a TV show set in some time, but I had to 
to buy this just because um, I am compelled to own the entirety of the MCU as it's released. So I will continue to buy them. And uh, if the Netflix series makes their way, which with things like uh, House of Cards, I'm like, why would I buy the TV set? I, it's on Netflix whenever I want to see it. No, I'm sure I'll buy Daredevil and Iron Fist and all those too. Right. And I think maybe a, a decent segue, speaking of San Diego Comic-Con and how they showed uh, the premiere, it sounds like we're going to get some Marvel action at New York Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. Uh, New York Comic-Con, they've announced officially that uh, Marvel tel Television and Netflix will be there. Uh, they're going to debut the cast of Daredevil at New York Comic-Con, which is really interesting to me because that is a month away, just about exactly a month away, and we don't know much about Daredevil at all. Uh, we know Karen Page and Kingpin. We know who's playing Daredevil, and we know who's playing Foggy. Now, that could be the entirety of the cast that they're bringing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we oh, don't we know, know who Rosario Dawson is playing. Yeah, yeah. That's the big one, right, Russ? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation that it may be Elektra or it may be somebody else, maybe even... Um, um, Echo? Echo? Oh, yeah, Echo. Yeah. There are a few, you know, uh, uh, Matt Murdock slash Daredevil always has... Uh, he's, he's a bit of a ladies' man, I would say. Um, yes. They usually all die, though. Sometimes yes. they come back and die again, even. But yeah, uh, that was Kevin Smith's fault about Karen Page, though. So yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool just to finally get some real information about Daredevil if it doesn't, you know, leak or if there's no release before the Comic Con itself. And as for Shield, uh, it will be running at that point. There'll be a few episodes in uh, by mid October, but they are going to give an inside look at shield. It says, and, uh, other animated stuff like Hulk and the agents of smash and things like that. And, uh, you never know at comic cons what they're going to break out. Um, but this would be specifically Marvel television. So I wouldn't expect, you know, an Ultron trailer or anything, uh, to that effect. It'll probably stick to the TV. Right. But is it going to be specifically MCU TV, so Netflix and then Ages of the Shield, or is it going to be everything like they're animated and everything else? They are throwing the animated stuff in as well. So right. it sounds like Daredevil, Shield, and a spotlight on Hulk and the Agents of Smash. That's their official okay. agenda. Jeff Loeb is in charge of that whole TV operation, including animation and live action, so that's not too surprising. Right, but that does but that does not necessarily mean or does not mean that the animation is in any way tied to the MCU. It just happens to be the right. TV side of the house. Yeah, I think I think basically it's just all of Loeb's stuff. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I would be surprised if they don't have a fairly decent Age of Ultron presence there at some some degree. I mean, we all saw right. at Comic Con twenty eleven. Yeah, here we go, uh John, I don't know if you saw this part, but th then the fans will experience the world premiere of an all-new episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before it debuts on ABC on Tuesday, October 14th. So even there will be a, a new episode they'll show. Okay, early. right. So it's it's not the premiere episode, obviously, no, but, but they're it showing is a, an episode early. An episode before it airs on ABC. Wow, that would be cool if it was like a special one or some kind of twist 
show or, or something, but right. I guess they wouldn't be able to plan that out just for the date of New York Comic Con. But right. On. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Very good. What else is on the news docket? Um, since we're kind of on the Daredevil thing, it's been interesting that Stephen Denight has been doing the press rounds, and he's the showrunner for Daredevil, and uh, they've kind of asked him a little bit about the show, and I, th I think one of the things you pointed to earlier this week, John, was that he's uh, said the violence is somewhere between Spartacus uh, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, a if you've ever seen... Uh, the star series Spartacus or any of its uh, any of its seasons, the violence is about as intense as you can get. So to go from fairly tame level of, of violence, I wouldn't call it cartoony violence on Agents of Shield, but it's pretty tame. Um, to extreme violence is a is a pretty big uh, is a pretty big gap. I, I'm guessing by that we're maybe see something slightly more edgier than what we see on Arrow because I think Arrow is edgier than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't going to bring it up if I wasn't thinking about it, so you said that. So you mentioned Arrow, um, and we talked about the the violence on Arrow and how, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. was uh, an 8 o'clock show. Well, not anymore. I mean, they're going to be in the same time slot, that right. 9 p.m. Eastern time slot. So you think that's going to, in turn, bump up the action uh, the action slash violence level on, on S.H.I.E.L.D.? I think it'll allow for them to have more leeway with the tone. Right. And I think we did hear it was going to get a little uh, rougher and dirtier uh, sure. as they go to ground and, and try to rebuild. Uh, another thing we read, and I think we don't know if we talked about this previously, uh, just jump in. The, uh, they revealed a photo and some more details of the flashback featuring Haley Atwell as Agent Carter in the premiere episode of uh, Season 2, uh, which yes. is pretty cool because it, it's all part of Coulson wanting to rebuild shield and get back to its roots something that was kind of, was emphasized heavily in the early parts of season 1 how he uh has an affinity for the past and the history of shield so he's really researching that and going back to that so we'll see that in flashbacks of not only agent carter herself but um dum dum dugan and and, uh, and a few others are going to actually from captain america the, uh, the first avenger will be uh, in that premiere and that may indicate what we will we'll see in agent carter uh, in the winter yeah, we'll get Kenneth Choi and Neil McDonough uh, playing Jim Morita and Dum Dum Dugan uh, from Captain America: The First Avenger. So that's that's really exciting for me. I really hope uh, we talked about it la last week. That I hope that either one or both of those guys ends up being regulars on Agent Carter, especially because it's a short run. Uh, we talked last week, Ken, and it is an eight episode arc that mm -hmm. they're going to do for Agent Carter. All right, good. Hey, uh, Russ, totally unrelated to the MCU, but didn't Dugan also have, like, cameo or background appearances in one of the Wolverine movies with Fox? Like, when they were doing the World War II stuff, wasn't there a guy, like, wearing that hat, or am I completely off? Because I was just thinking that Dugan has so many appearances. I do remember in uh, in the animated series... Um... Avengers Earth Minus Heroes when they did the uh, the early Cap episodes when they showed him in World War II and they showed him with the Helen Commandos, they did show an un... Uh, they didn't name him, they didn't know, call him anything, but he was there. Wolverine was there with them. Yes. Uh, but that was in the animated series, uh, which had nothing to, to do with this. Yeah. But maybe that, that's that what might be what, Yeah, that might be what triggered your memories where I was going. Because I was just thinking, like, I guess Dugan's had small cameos in... Uh in maybe both Captain Americas, or at least in, in Captain America 2, 
I think they show his uniform and his hat clearly in yes. that in that display. Well, in the in that display exactly, they show right, him there, yeah. and they show a lot of the, the the flashback footage, things like that. Yeah. Do we want to talk at all about it? It's high speculation at this point. I wouldn't even call it rumor or spoiler, but uh, the Russo brothers, I guess, because Captain America: The Winter Soldier has come out on Blu-ray. There's been they've been interviewed quite a bit. Cap three, we know, is coming out in May of 2016. It has a start date now. We know of April 2015, so it's it's not too far away from April of 2015. Actually, starting filming. So there's been a lot of poking and prodding with the Russos about what Captain America three is about, if we're going to get a title, um, and all that. And apparently, a couple of things they said is one, we'll get a title pretty quick. That apparently Kevin Feige has had the title for this one and and the the big beats for this in his mind for about 10 years. So um, obviously it's going to be something big. They've speculated it's just like uh, Cap 2, that Cap 3 will be pretty world-changing. They've kind of dropped, you know, hints here and there and and refuted people asking questions about things like Civil War and um, some of the other storylines from uh, from Captain America. So it... it, uh, the speculation engine, I think, is high on Captain America 3. Yeah, I think the other name that came up in a more recent uh, interview was uh, Fallen Sun as another possible yes. title. Yeah. Uh, but the Russos kind of went along with it when somebody yeah. brought up Fallen Sun. Like, oh, yeah, Fallen Sun, that'd be a good idea. Actually, I think they're the ones who brought it up. Oh, okay, the, he, they the ones that actually said it? Yeah, the reporter uh, brought up Civil War, and he just kind of chuckled. And then, then, they were, then one of the Russos came back with, "Well, if you had said Fallen Sun, then we'd have something." And and it just ran with from there. But I, I've got a hard time thinking of Civil Wars because the Civil War, as we know it, is heavily on the idea of superheroes having to register their identities, which all of this here, the known heroes at this point, um, are in fact known pretty much to the general public. But so, I, I don't think it's going to be Civil War either. But just Along with what you're saying, Ken, they've switched enough storylines around to oh, make yeah. it work. It could be anything cap against Iron Man. It doesn't have to be the Registration Act. You know, it can just right. be the idea of cap against, you know, Iron Man and, and, and all the Avengers taking a side. Right, and if it's going to be that, that's going to have to be in an Avengers, which is, of course, the, what we're going to call a capstone of a phase, not in a standalone Captain America movie. Yeah, probably not. So... Again, one more reason to think that's not what Cap Cap's going to be about. Um, now, could it be the, could it be something along the lines of the death of Captain America? Chris Evans supposedly has said something like, "Don't write me out of my out of my role yet," but but we'll see. The uh, the one thing that's sticking in my craw is this Frank Grillo four picture deal. <laughs> yeah, and Russ and I were having a conversation, and it was sort of like stream of consciousness type thing. And I'm going, "What for?" possible movies could could Rumlow slash Crossbones be in. And we've decided that there's definitely going to be a Black Widow movie and Crossbones oh, will be in absolutely. It. Now, I want to know if bringing Crossbones, who's going to be Sin? Yeah. And how are we going to work how are we going to work her work her into that considering yeah. the uh the Red Skull's fate. But you have to figure I guess Winter Soldier was Grillo's first picture. You know, Captain America 3, Black Widow, they still have another movie that they have to use him in. I can't even, I don't know. That makes me think Death of Cap, but at some point, somewhere. 
Yeah, he was heavily involved with with that story, so it was it was certainly fit. Thunderbolt, it's... you know, and and James Gunn has gone on record saying that he's asked about Thunderbolts, and Kevin Feige's response to that was supposedly, "If if Guardians does well, you can pretty much do whatever you want." And as we know, Guardians has done well. Yep. So that's certainly a po- uh, possibility. There's just a lot to choose from, and it's ex- yeah. it's exciting what's going to come out of phase three and beyond. And there's how many unnamed untitled slots already been announced as far as release dates. I think six. Yeah, exactly. So there's lots of room out there. Yeah. I still can't believe I was looking at my pile of DVDs that I've, I've got, I've got 10 uh, DVD cases and counting this shield and 11th one on the T with guardians coming out that there's that many. um, I say already, we've been doing this since uh, 2008, but still it just feels like it's just yesterday. Like that one came out. Yeah. Time does fly. It does. It's that damn time gem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're at that's, New York Comic that's Con. That's phase three. 2011, almost three years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Well, you that's the play. last time anyone got into a Walking Dead panel without camping out. Yeah. As we enter our seventh year of podcasting. Seven years. Seventh year. Sixth in the, in the can. Yeah. John, you started talking about Talbot's mustache. Anything you want to say about that before we move on? Uh, Talbot's mustache has taken on a life and an, and an online identity of its own. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to follow at Talbot's stash on uh, Twitter, um, it's already pretty comical, and I hear there's going to be some live episode tweeting and, and things of that nature. Oh, fabulous. Who is the actor, Russell, that plays Major Adrian Pazdar. Correct, Adrian Pazdar. Uh, we looked for him on Twitter. Um, we <laughs> we couldn't find him, but he does have a fan group. Oh, you know, it, it's a shame if you haven't found it because I think Talbot Stash needs to uh, directly address uh, yeah. Adrian Pazdar's thing. I, I uh, Talking about heroes, I finally went back and like I, I petered out on heroes like the seventh episode or even earlier of season three i guess it was and uh maybe even season two whatever i forget how they broke them up but i uh i finally went back on netflix and watched them all and maybe time heals all wounds but i'm like wow this is actually ended up ended pretty strong i really enjoyed the last couple seasons uh so hopefully the rumors of a, of a return next year pan out yeah i don't think that's a rumor i think that's a done deal all right excellent we're not podcasting it no no just so you know. I just feel I need to be clear. All right. So maybe we need to explain how a commentary works to these five people. Sure. Russ say Russ is better at that than I am. So, yeah. So what we do is uh, we will ask you to queue up on whatever device or method you have uh, to to watch the episode so episode 22, the finale of season one, the beginning of the end. So whether you have it um, on a DVD or Blu-ray, digital, whether you're watching uh, from your DVR that may or may not have commercials or, or whatever. Um, if you queue it up past any like previously on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and go straight to where we start the Marvel swipe, you know, where we get the logo with the comic backgrounds and stuff. The instant you see that, if you hit pause on your recording... Um, we will help you get lined up properly uh, to 
listen in on the commentary. So uh, go ahead and, and do that now. Uh, then we'll cue you to pause your recording. We'll come back to a little countdown and we'll be ready to roll. So uh, at this time, go ahead and pause the podcast and get your uh, method of choice queued up where, like I said, we get the Marvel uh, swipe logo just coming onto screen and hit pause. All right, everybody. So uh, you have your uh, recording queued up, your your video queued up, and so we're going to do a little countdown. Uh, so here we go. Three, two, one, play. So we got our Marvel logo going on. Yep. And nerds. Yes. Nerds. Remember we talked about this when we talked about the episode and just, just doing new employee orientation, it seems. It's so funny Hi, because Sally. you're watching this and it's it's almost like it doesn't fit. It's like, what? Is this S.H.I.E.L.D.? What am I watching here? Right. You know, you know, he says, I've been here from the beginning, so he was uh, Deathlock's original handler. He's the He was the first one. Yeah. It actually reminds me of the beginning of Cabin in the Woods. Yes, absolutely. Which is another Whedon Okay. Project. I still haven't watched that. I need to. We don't like these guys. So this is right where we left off the previous episode. Yep. With all the uh, Deathlock soldiers uh, surrounding our team. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Dun, 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 dun. Very, uh, almost like Universal Soldier type of scene there. Yeah. Yep. Saw the Berserker staff in play here. That was liberated from the fridge. She does. I love the Asgard weapon. Yeah, that's the very beginning. Don't call me the cavalry. I think the action got better as the show went on. Yeah, the choreography got better. Um, the action got better. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of things happened. The actors got used to their roles. The writers got used to the actors. <laughs> Bill Paxton, ladies and gentlemen. He just he takes everybody to school. Yes. <laughs> he, 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 he certainly does know how to chew up a scene, doesn't he? He's just like winking and holding that coffee mug up to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're just having some fun. So, I guess looking at some of the interviews and stuff, Raina was one of those characters that early on they thought, well, she'd just be like a one off or a two off. And, um, Right. As she got popular and had good feedback and they enjoyed working with her, uh, they turned her into a more recurring role. So, Yeah, they did talk about that on the, on the DVD set. One of the special things features on there that uh, a lot of things changed with different actors, including J. August Richard, Richards. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't 
may or may not have turned out to what it's going to be from the beginning, but people liked him, we cared about him, and they responded so well to him, they, they built him back in. Um, you know, even Bill Paskin's character, they, they knew what they wanted in this character. Um, and it's actually, it was a lot like, uh, if you remember Battlestar Galactica with uh, the president. Sure. And, uh, yeah, when he's like, you know, well, what if we got uh, someone like, um, and I'm blanking on the actress's name now. Um, oh, who played the president of the colonies in Battlestar Galactica? Oh, um, I can't think of it, but I know you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's able to, but but yeah, the, the conversation went something along the lines of, we need someone like so-and-so, and they're like, well, why don't we just get so-and-so? Exactly. Can we do that? So it's like, yeah, let's get someone like Bill Paxton. Like, can we, let's just get Bill Paxton. And so they they got him. And that schematic that he was just drawing is obviously a big deal. We we, we found that, you know, it was in an earlier episode. Yep. The billboards yeah. in L.A. are all of the schematic and... And, of course, at the tag at the end of this episode, we'll see later. But, yeah, that was in the episode I Spy, which was, like, number three, maybe four. You know, very early on. So they they planted that and came back to it later. You know, here was Sky saying they got access to the unit that they want. We'll find out later as we watch it that it was uh, – she she had access directly to uh, to Mike, Mike Peterson. Yes. Mary McDonald, that's the actress and, you're thinking of. Mary McDonald, yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you, and thank, thank you to Google. Um, Back to Fitzsimmons. Trapped in the bottom of the ocean. And there was a an official cast photo for season two. Yes. Um, and, and they were very strangely apart in the photo. Yes. Yes. With Fitz kind of looking over at Simmons and and her looking, you know, into the distance. I love how they explain all that. It's like, so if anybody was saying, oh, come on, how could they have survived the fall? They basically are telling the audience, hey, this is how that happened. Yeah. They know their audience. Yes. Yep. And well, even 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 I was thinking, well, they're in a an airtight sealed container. It it should be buoyant. It should float. You know, like a even to some degree. And he explained like why they sank. It basically changes density based on blah blah blah. Done the math. Done the math. We're dead. Yeah. And the jump ship here. I love this explanation of the plan all in their yes. code words. But it all plays out, every single bit of it. Would anybody in the world believe that that uh, Ming-Na Wen is 50? Nope. 
a part, a part of something bigger. BJ Britt was a good uh, addition. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like he'll be back on at least uh, for a few episodes. I... Yeah, I really hope they give him a little more to do in season two than they did in season one. Yep. Still not sold on the costume. It's catcher's equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Graviton. Graviton. That is something to keep an eye on, I'm sure, in season two. Yep. See, now that is a slick uh, visual effect. Yes. That looks good. Yeah. So the whole thing with the drug, you know, they said awareness of what happens to you is a factor in how you react to the drug. And so clearly he's, he dove right off the deep end because he knew what he was doing from the very beginning. Yep. Colson's Game only just, over, man. <laughs> Colson's only just recently found out, so uh, it's uh, slowly seeping back into him apparently. And you could tell kind of like in this episode, he's a little more hyped than he normally is. Like, he's not quite as even keel. Now, granted, his world is completely falling apart, but he just seems right. a little more hyper than, than normal. Well, he's certainly motivated because, you know, what's going on? He needs to get to Garrett. He needs to, to stop him. You know, but he at the very end, he, once once things are resolved, he's he seems rather calm, but when you get to that end scene, yeah, and it's like, oh, all's not right in the world. That's a very weeding set of dialogue, the honesty. Very different Fitzsimmons scene than we've seen before. I'm yeah, I mean, Fitz has definitely gone through a change uh, with his feelings towards Simmons, still still afraid to reveal to her. And it, all, it also started off a bit of one note, you know, finishing each other's sentences, saying the same thing at the same time, yeah. hive mind. They sort of went away from that, I think. I haven't rewatched yet. But yeah, and a lot of that has to do with things I said similar at the beginning of the season. You know, the, everybody needs to get used to their character. Everybody needs to get. Uh, everybody has a, had a hand in developing their characters. The, the actor themselves and how they present it. The writers and how they 
write the character for the actor's strengths and just in general fleshing out these characters and giving them identities and going through those, those standalone episodes where they give them something to do to really show what they're capable of. And all these characters had that um, to get to a different place. We're going to see a lot more of that, I hope, in season two, not only with these characters, but with the new ones that are introduced. Yeah. Yay, science. <laughs> and then the entire ocean will come crashing on them, but that's another problem. We'll solve that later. Yeah. So if you need a general in your film... Or TV, or TV show. show. You know who to call. You need to know who to call. Glenn Morshauer. I think every time he gets a new role, he has to have another star added to his uh, uniform, though. <laughs> maybe. Let's take his promotions. At least a couple more ribbons, maybe. Yep. Like a South a South American general. That's Stark's job now, privatizing world security. Yep. The Avengers, brought to you by Stark Industries. Huh. Now we got a little bit of old-time shield tech here. Yeah. Coming up. There's Noisemaker. The noise and the funk. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> Get a little Anthony Mackie in there now. Cut the check. <laughs> This is so A team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm close up on the rocket fire. Yeah, nobody that. bleeds. I'm surprised nobody's. Everybody uh, falls down. Nobody's cut that together <laughs> uh, yet. It's a very round hole. In the window. Yep. He's a little he's a little nuts. He's part time. Uh that's the wrong thing to say. Yes. I guess you'll 
reach in and just pull out yep. his intestines. That's one way to do it. Bill Paxton wins. Fatality. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted a rib. Yeah, it's not an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. They don't say the title in the show. Yeah. See, if this was Netflix, he would have pulled his heart out so he could see it beating, and then he would crush it. <laughs> it's all connected. I like Evil Ward a lot better than non-Evil Ward. Yeah. Yeah. This is what makes me think inhuman. Hmm. The whole this idea of evolution and yeah. 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 Well, the one character we'll see at the end of the episode in Shadow uh, has been cast apparently and will be in season two. Yeah. Yeah, by a familiar face, not to Shield, but to anyone who's watched TV. Specifically, ABC TV. Oh, oh, oh! That's right. Yeah. Those icers? Yeah, I think so. I'm so glad they uh, they changed them so they don't look like toy guns. Right, yeah. Yeah, they loaded the icer bolts into regular magazines for regular weapon rather than using the night-night gun. Yeah. So they couldn't hire Aaron Paul to do that role, so they found somebody that looked like Aaron Paul. <laughs> so we're going to default directive, which, as we'll see in a moment right here, says to defend Garrett, so they're all going to retreat and then lead them right to John Garrett. But Garrett's got a line to uh, to Peterson, to Deathlock, about that, which tells me something about what's going on. Okay, so here we go. Contact armed forces. Remember we had a question of who's doing the arresting? Yeah. There it is. Trip's calling them in. What are my orders? Because I can't do anything without being told. 
That's how he's lived his life. Yep. Exactly. Hi, Sky. Husky. Dope. Yep. Throw the phone, honey. There it is. Say it again, but she gets a lot of flack, but I, I think I think towards the end of the season, just like some of these other characters, I think she's really come around and yep. Yep. and had a had a big big change. And whether that was writing or acting yep. or both or whatever. Um Here we go. Here's our line here. I was told no to leave your side. <laughs> uh, she's going to say, Sky's going to say later on that she's been communicating with, with Peterson the whole time. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that Sky gave told him, "Don't leave John Garrett. I'm going to rescue Ace. You know, be be ready or something like that." Because he can't do anything until he knows Ace is safe. Right. And um, so that's why she gets that. She'll get the message from from uh, from Ace. So he's expecting to hear something. Uh. And that's when he, of course, will take action. But uh, I think he said the the puff of air, if she holds it, should get her about ninety feet up. But we don't know how deep they really are, so it's still some time. Yeah. So she's going to go uh, uh, a little ways without. Any air, but heal the whole time. There he just basically said he did without saying it. Said he loved her, but yep. They still can't go all the way. They all the way with this scene. You know, not that I wanted this. You know, just have one last bit. But she like kisses his forehead, kisses his cheek, but never. Does anything to return the affection, like fully say yeah. she feels the same way. She sold it really well. I, I really think she sold the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's saying, what the hell do I have to do to get out of the friend zone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically said, he's like, I basically said, I love you. And she says, oh, that's cute. I'm giving you the last oxygen tank. <laughs> Throw me a freaking bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and conveniently, while they're in the middle of the ocean, they're not alone. But, of course, they did send that signal earlier. Yeah. That weak-ass signal. Well, they said it was a shield signal. Of course, that. nobody would be listening. But, no one's listening. But, of course, there's one person but that would be listening. There's always one. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson that's made a speedy recovery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was still limping not, what, 10 days ago? Yeah, still had his arm in a sling. MCU time. 
Yeah, it couldn't have been that long since since Captain America happened. He's the real deal, man. I mean, a lot of people yep. could have just been like, eh, whatever. I mean, he's not really known for TV, so for him to come back and do two appearances is this character. I, Absolutely. It just says a lot. And this one definitely had a little more meat to it than the other Absolutely. one did. Absolutely. But I love that last appearance. <laughs> Ward's really going back and forth at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he, when he's with Garrett, he questions what they're doing. And then when he's carrying out this mission, you know, now he's stone cold again. He was I mean, given I think an it's order. Done purposely. I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. Oh, no. He was given an order, though. I mean, when he doesn't have orders, he doesn't know where to go. He really doesn't know which way to turn. And, and Sky's called him out on that as much. And again, I think it's just point of no return. If they end up together at some point, it's going to be that I'm. That's not going to sit well with me at all. <laughs> you know, it, it comes down to how is this done. I mean, clearly Ward's not going anywhere. He's part of the cast, um, for good or bad. He has a role to play. And you're you're absolutely right, John. You said it before he's done a lot of bad stuff. I mean murdering, assassinating S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, you know, just to advance Garrett's agenda. Um, and he has, to, he has to own up for that. But something will happen in this season that will... He'll be useful, not trusted, but... And I'm okay. Before this series is over, unless the series ends earlier... Yeah. Uh, he, will, he will find a way back into the, into the team. It will happen. <laughs> There's a scene right out of the comics. Yeah. Big effing gun coming up. Straight up, get all serious. We will have a conversation. Yep. 
old friend. I know what it does. It even makes the same sound. It's not the same prop. Yeah, I don't think it's the same prop, though. I think no. they had to rebuild it or rebuild a new one. It looks subtly different. But it makes that sound, which is awesome. That Oh, destroyer. yes, it does. Yeah. You made me angry, Phil. Yeah. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. This fight was rather satisfying. Yep. I mean, we knew this was coming. As soon as he was revealed, you knew this scene was this fight was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. It's actually a pretty good line. Yeah. It really was, yeah. <laughs> Another good line coming up. <laughs> He's really stepped it up a notch. <laughs> Again, hard to come back from that. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Oh, that was I mean, as a viewer, that was satisfying doing the nail gun to the, yep, to the foot. And yeah, crushes larynx. So finally, he's been. Yep. Been part of the incentives program all along. Mm -hmm. Him. And our ace, ace in the hole. And I can't believe I when I heard ace in the hole, I didn't think of ace. Right. Yeah. A part. Part of something. (laughs) 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 So here it comes where she'll reveal. Yep. And there was, there was no bomb. It was the Hulk figure the whole time. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm sure she like I said she told him to stay with Garrett so they would always have eyes on him. Mm-hmm. And there's the message, what are we? We're a team. And that's something they said several times in the pilot episode, Yep, that line. That wrist rocket doesn't really do it for me either. No, a little cheesy. 
We gotta we gotta get some upgrades for Deathlock in season two. Mr. Peterson is free to do what he wants, sir. Yeah, so as we clean up here, um, when I first looked into Garrett's character, and I saw he was a cyborg, and so he had to do it going, in the comics, he's got this full full suit, basically. He's completely, everything's been replaced, not just a few pieces here and there like they showed here. Yeah. So when they when they do this scene later on, I immediately went back to, went back to that thinking, uh, thinking he was going to come back, but of course it plays out differently in a moment. Sucks to be Ward. Backdoor pilot. That was nah, just I, don't, that. I don't think it will be. That would be funny, but no. Yeah, no. I don't think I could, so I could see that happening. You're right. Does mean he's, he's out there and available to be a recurring character. Yep. So here we go. He's he's escaped from his little coffin, little little body bag, whatever. Garrett. And this was like the most weedeny thing in the whole episode because I was like, "Really? They're gonna yeah. bring him back, and he's gonna be Deathlock now?" I was like, "Come." Well, when this he did is... this, he, I thought it was gonna be the full John Garrett we know from the comics. Yeah. Like, this this very much looks like what I've seen—the fully cybernetic whole body, the whole deal. And uh, at least we got to yeah. see the machine work, though. But the payoff, the yes. payoff is fantastic. For for a second, I thought. Oh, this is really Deathlock. Mm. And then we got another very cabin in the woods moment. <laughs> hey, I found it. <laughs> Episode two coming coming back. Oh wait, the OH four. Yeah. But again, to go that through that fabulous. much really trouble and that much CGI and everything else to show that and then to just blow him up was awesome. 
Now this, this moment. Yes. There's a line here coming up that just gave me chills when I heard it the first time. Fall of an Avenger. Yep. Exactly. Beautiful. Doesn't know what to say. Makes sense, too. I mean, Cap could definitely get behind a shield starting small run by Coulson. Yeah, it'd be really interesting seeing if this TV show can influence the movies uh, in the same way the movies obviously influence the TV show. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're going to dictate what they do in, in the Avengers or even in Captain America 3, but if S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to have a presence, it's going to have to resemble what they do in this show. Yep. Nowhere? Was that a clue? <laughs> Could have sworn he was going to say, I'll have my eye. Yeah, you know, what? I, I thought, yeah, yeah, like in Cav, you know, we got to have both eyes open or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, this was, I mean, I knew Fitz was established to have been in a coma or otherwise very, very injured from lack of oxygen, but his absence, even if he's just asleep or in a, or in a coma from these scenes was, I don't know. I just found it very telling, you know, really questioning what, if, if he was going to be able to gonna be back in season two, but yeah, he is, which is fortunate. Be interesting to see how they, how they play him though. If he's got a recovery, full recovery, or if that's going to be his own arc. Yeah, I don't see how they can't these guys that the Koenigs aren't LMDs between Yeah. This dialogue is exactly the same dialogue and pre pre presentation as it was back at Providence. But then with the Comic-Con footage. So Eric's dead. This is Billy, and who was the uh third one? Do you remember his name? No, I don't. No, I don't. Lanyards, yeah, lanyards, yeah. Same as same as in Providence, your lanyards on a case by case basis. Cool. 
So it'll be interesting for season two. It sounds like they're going to have an actual base operations, not just the plane, which I love the plane. Well, I mean, yep. That's what the playground is going to be, I believe, is, is that base. Yeah. Or at least that's how it's implied here. I guess since, you know, they already have that set built, so they got a little money to build another set, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait, that's not really a plane? <laughs> yeah, here's Drippy Man. And in the previous episode, they described as uh, monsters. The parents were the monsters, or yeah. the monsters, you know, were the. So supposedly, this is the monster, and Sky is her daughter. So that'll play a role. And if there is an alien origin here, this is going to be it. And we said, and humans have a Cree in their origin, right? They're part of. They were a Cree experiment. Yes. So there's definitely there's definitely opportunity to bring in guardians, and of course here's our tag. Yep. With uh, now that Coulson knows what happened to him, he has that awareness, which is key. It's starting to surface, mm -hmm. and he needs to get it out, just like Garrett did. And of course, I guess in L.A. they put that huge billboard up of Coulson standing behind the. The wall here. I think I think they actually changed it. I think first it was just the empty uh, board, and then later on they put up another one that had Coulson in front of it. They, they have a few different versions of that billboard. Right. Yeah. I just love that they brought this back out of the beginning of the season and mm -hmm. now he's going to find out what this is is it an equation is it a code is it a schematic i mean it could be so many things well i just like the fact that we got answers you know we pretty much got the answers we thought we were going to get and then we got more questions so right you know we know what happened to colson we know how he came back we know everything related to that so that was good we know sky is an 084 we don't know what she is but we know she's not just you know, a person, yep. a regular human. And we know what, like I said, we know we know what happened to Coulson, but we don't have anywhere near close an idea of what the consequences truly are. Right. Uh, I mean, they said in episode in the pilot, you know, how Coulson can never know, and and we said, well, he knows now. What? Well, something's happening. That that's that's yes. going to take us into season two as well. You know. But again, I Sky mean, Sky being four, and it, there's there's this we we got we got more questions. We got answers to some of the questions we had, but they just gave us more questions. Which is good. Which I, is a good thing. I, I like when they do that. I mean, it's not like a lost situation or uh, even Fringe. And I guess Fringe was, wasn't was quite as bad about it. But, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with – I'm fine with not knowing everything right up front. Uh, but it is good yep. to know that, okay, they're going to answer some questions and they're going to leave us with more – you know, they're going to they're gonna give us answers and then leave us with more questions. And that's totally acceptable to me. Absolutely. And, and one of the dangers of doing it that way, obviously, is – uh, you don't ever know, or if you don't know when your show is over. I mean, you you want to build towards a conclusion of the story you're telling, but you also want to leave something open to explore in the next season. But that next season never comes. Uh, but I don't think it's fair to to write them all so so tight that if this is the last one, it's going to end neatly. I want I I kind of want that cliffhanger. I mean, you look back to Heroes we talked about earlier. Uh, they left it open for the next season, which didn't didn't happen. 
but at least the stories that they were telling, they they wrapped up. And this this did that as well. Yep. But we do have a season two, so we have lots to cover, and it's going to be busy. It's a busy next few months. I mean, we really don't have much of a break, so. Uh, no. Nope. And it's high gear now. We have, uh, we do definitely want to do Cap 2, the Winter Soldier commentary, you know, next. Um, and that will bring us right up to the premiere of season two. Yep. Yep. My only regret is I I won't be here for the season two premiere, um, but I will wear my shield shirt when I'm uh, walking through Disney on uh, on September 23rd in honor of the premiere. Nice. Oh, Chloe Bennett's calling in for that one. Oh, <laughs> am I gonna miss it? Tell her I said hi. I will. I'll tweet it. I, 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 I was gonna I was gonna say for the. She favorited one of our tweets. Is that what happened? Yes. Yeah. That's funny. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. what all the big hubbaloo is about. <laughs> well, it was from, it, was, it was from the It's All Connected feed? Yes. That's fabulous. Hashtag Ken says hi. <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, make my marvel. Russ, give them all the information that uh, you can only do. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to episode 31 of It's All Connected. Uh, shortly after this episode, we will be doing another commentary for Captain America the Winter Soldier, which will be a lot of fun. Ken and I uh, and John will uh, hopefully bring more connections to uh, to everyone as we watch that episode. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 972-798-3830. Uh, check out the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash MCU podcast. Um, I created a new email address. So if you want to send us an email uh, for this or any other topic, especially with the new season coming up, you can do, you can send it to IAC at HHWLOD.com. Um, and of course you can always check out HHWLOD.com for all the great podcasts that we have on the network. It's all connected long box of doom uh, the new DC TV podcast. So if you love the Marvel stuff and you love the DC stuff, uh, you can check that out as well. Um, out now with Aaron and Abe, our great movie uh, podcast, uh, Jersey Shore, and the Walking Dead TV podcast. It's a lot of TV going on at the HHWLOD podcast network, but uh, Walking Dead will be gearing up next month. Uh, so definitely stand by and check that out. Uh, so till the next commentary, this is Russ, Ken, and John for It's All Connected. Good night. Good night.